Well, praise the Lord. As I look outside, it's a beautiful day, a day that the Lord had made, a day that we must rejoice and be glad in it. I am taking this time to come to you and share with you a little more this morning again and what the Bible says. And we are looking at this matter of understanding adversity when it comes and what the Bible has to say about it. We are looking at two short verses, Proverbs 24 and verse 10, which says, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. I share with you uh, last morning that we can look at the word adversity and think of other words such as distress. If thou faint in the day of distress, or hardship, or trouble, or oppression, or disaster, or affliction, he said, thy strength is small. I reminded you, according to this verse, that it is possible that one can faint when adverse circumstances come our way. It is possible not to faint when they come. Adversity will come. It's just the fact of life. And if we faint, it is not God's fault. It is our fault. So he says, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. There's another verse over in Job, the 15th chapter and verse 11. Still having adversity in mind, here's what this verse says. Are the consolations of God small with thee? Is there any secret thing with thee? Now, when I read of consolations, I think of the, the comforts or the sympathies. So the scripture is, are the comforts of God small with thee? In other words, how comes all the things that God has said in his word, the people who he has sent to comfort, how comes that we are not being comforted with what he said and who he sent? He said, is there any secret thing with thee? In other words, whatever we are going through, we're not the only ones that know it. God knows it. It's not a secret. He knew it long before we even started to go through it. And he has already laid down and put in place what is needed for us to be comforted in these times. And I, I am comforted as I study the word of God. I reminded you that adversity is God's way of getting our attention. This morning, I'd like to share a second point with you, and that is adversity is our assurance that God loves us. Now, you may not want to agree with that, but it is true. Adversity is our assurance. God has a way of assuring us that he loves us through these adverse circumstances. Many of us have children 
and regardless to how they behave, the fact of the matter is they are still our children. And we must be honest, we love them. But from time to time, we are called upon by God to train and correct them when they are going wrong. Now, if we do not do that, we are not helping our children. When the time comes for us to correct them, many of us, we use different measures at different times. I am sure that we start by talking. Sometimes we talk. When that doesn't seem to work, we take away privileges. And when that does not work, sometimes we have to lash. I know that many folks don't like lashing, but that's the Bible prescription. To the child, none of these are sweet or enjoyable. But it's not because we hate the child, but because we love that child and want the best to come out of that child, so it is with God. I say to you that when we lash our children in correcting them, it's not enjoyable to the child, and in all honesty, it's not enjoyable to the parent neither. The parent don't enjoy lashing the child, but it is something that the parent must do because um, trying to help the child to see what's right and to do what's right. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12, speaking of God correcting his children, and I said to you, adversity is our assurance that God loves us. In verse 6 of chapter 12, the book of Hebrews, he says, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. What? Yes. Whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, he chasteneth. And not only that, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Now look at verse 7. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if we be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of all flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much more be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, notice why we are chastened by God. Notice why he allow adversity to come our way as chastening. He says, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now look at verse 11. No chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Yes, God chasten us by means of adversity sometimes so that uh, he proves his love to us and correcting us and helping us to be all that we ought to be for his honor and his glory. When we recognize God's love and adversity, then we are able to do what Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12 
and verse number 13 says. Hebrews 12, verse 12 and verse number 13. Hear the word of God. Wherefore, because of the chastening that we have received from the Lord, wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be torn out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Let's not just blame God when adversity comes, but let's always stop and pay attention to the fact that we are loved by God. And because of his love for us as his children, he allowed adversity to come our way. Oh, he brings adversity in our way to get our attention. And not only to get our attention, to show his love towards us. Remember the Bible says, if we go without chastisement, then are we bastards and not sons? So when God is chastened, or when God brings adversity to the child of God, we're not to blame God wrongfully, but to thank God that we are his children and we are not bastards, we are sons. Whatever adverse circumstances that you are going through, I want you to know that Proverbs reminds us that there is no secret with God. Are the consolations of God small with thee? Is there any secret thing with thee? In other words, God knows exactly what we are going through and he cares. I thank God for adverse circumstances that come my way. Our Father, this morning, there's so many strange ways that you show your love to us. And you have asked us to show our love to our children. And we thank you, dear God, that you do not allow us to go and go and go and go until we destroy ourselves and then say, I could have told you. No, you are God who loves us and you stops us. You get our attention, Lord, by allowing adverse circumstances to come. And when these adverse circumstances come, help us to cling to your word there, God. Help us to realize, Lord, that you have allowed this for a reason. Like I said yesterday, before we think about removing this adversity or having it removed, show us our weakness, dear Father, that we can walk on that. Thank you so much. We pray for those who are sick this morning especially those who are sick with this pandemic all over the world. Lord, have mercy upon us. Lord, may all of us stop and pay attention to the fact that you love us. You love the world. For God so loved the world, not me alone. You love the world that you gave your only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Lord, we are fighting, we are trying to stay alive physically, but you want us to live eternally. And you have made the remedy for that, dear Father. And that is for us to accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. Have mercy upon us. Be with those that are making the decisions, oh God, for us. Give them wisdom. May this draw us to you. Have your way with us now. Use us as you see fit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Let the consolations of God work for you. Have a great day.